So welcome back to another episode of my Frontline Podcast. This is Isaac Benjamin coming at you with some logic, not medical advice. Hope that everyone listening is healthy and well, and I'm happy to report that as of now, um, at the beginning of November 2021, the number of COVID cases at the hospital I work at are in fact decreasing. Um, it seems day by day. Um, and to me, it's not just one reason for this, but rather a multifactorial reason that this is happening. So inevitably, we've finally reached the point in time and space where we're finally starting to get that downward trajectory um, and see finally the spread of COVID is actually slowing down. And this is the third time during this COVID pandemic um, that, you know, we've gone through a spike and it's come down, down, come back down. So seems to me logically that I should break down each spike that I've experienced in the hospitals that I've worked at in this northeast part of Georgia. So if I remember correctly, it seems that where I live, it started getting hit. Um, with the first spike around May, I mean, the media kind of hit 2020 and it was up in New York, but for where I live, it seemed to hit like May or June of 2020 and really peaked around July. Um, it's kind of where we see the most ICU beds being filled with COVID. Um, but by the middle of August, the new admissions for COVID were significantly down. Um, there was no vaccine for anyone at this point in time and space. Um, but then around, so, you know, the cases kept going down and then around the middle of November, 2020, um, and the second, and according to the CDC, the worst surge overall of America, like started happening. So, um, at this point, right after this second surge started, the frontline workers could get the COVID shot if they wanted it. And, um, you know, the people that really had comorbidities, the elderly, you know, things like that, the people that really needed access to it at the very beginning, um, you know, were able to get it around, it seems like December 2020, and like the spike got worse around January. And then around February, it seems the cases started falling. And, you know, even with the low vaccination number at that time, um, vaccines still weren't readily available, um, except to a very few amount. Um, but at this intersection in the March of 2021, um, our vaccination rate started to reach its spike because simply of supply and demand. We started having more vaccines available and everybody that wanted it could pretty much get it. Um, if they, you know, tried and put in just a little effort, I mean, They've been literally giving it away for free <coughs> inflation. <coughs> Sorry, I got choked up on something. But anyway, about July 21st, it seems, of 2021, the you know most recent spike that we experienced this year started. And, you know, as August started going on, the, you know, like I said, the CDC says this wouldn't be the worst spike in total cases, but it seemed to be the worst one that I've experienced at my hospital. Um, 
during the first two spikes, we have 12 main ICU beds and six NCCU beds that um, the main ICU with 12 beds was COVID and the NCCU was non-COVID. Um, but in this last third spike um, that kind of began around the end of July of this year, 2021, um, we actually had cases spill over into the NCCU where the first two spikes, we never had to even put COVID patients up there. We kept them separate. So um, pretty much the first two spikes, all the COVID got to stay on the fourth floor between the step-down unit and the ICU. Um, but this last spike, um, it spilled over and other floors started accepting COVID patients and um, the NCCU, you know, we just had more critical. Um, so even if the CDC is right and it wasn't worse, like number wise, it seemed to be the most aggressive strain of COVID so far. So now that we've finally made it, you know, to this third slide down of a COVID spike, um, maybe we should actually talk about what we can do if, but more likely probably when we start climbing up a fourth COVID variant new strain release spike um you know unite and beat this crap together just no matter who or what is actually pulling the strings whether it's man or nature let's actually do the things we need to do to keep the next spike from being as bad um so like if the COVID numbers and hospitalizations start going up in a certain area in the country, like, you know, we have enough technology and, you know, resources and social media to put out messages to be like, hey, COVID's bad in this area, you know, mask up again, um, you know, just because I do believe mask helps stop the spread. I mean, it kind of was proven by the flu not really existing last year. Um, so I just think, we can all, whether you believe in the vaccine or don't believe in the vaccine, like we can all be responsible and sensible and do things um, that really don't require a whole lot on our part. And uh, like, you know, now that we're in a downward slope, like I believe people should be able to make choices for themselves this whole time. But like it's maybe not as necessary to have to mask, mask up on these downward slopes, um, you know, and it's kind of proven by the college football stadiums, you know, the fact that um, even though Fauci said on the Conspiracy News Network that these were going to be super spreader events, that has been proven to just be another thing that specifically Fauci has been completely wrong about. Um, in my opinion, it's because these college stadiums started filling up at the right time and the, you know, natural vaccinated rate kind of slash herd immunity just all bumble it together um in that timeline um so we just kind of open back up whenever you know the just natural immunity plus vaccinated immunity you know kind of got us to a herd immunity with this latest strain and um i believe the herd immunity equation is just you know kind of the natural immunity plus the vaccinated immunity gets around, you know, a 70% rate in the society, then that kind of gives them herd immunity. I mean, 70% has always kind of been the number thrown around. So, I mean, makes sense to me. And, you know, vaccine technology wasn't around during the Spanish flu. And they estimate 50 million people died worldwide from the Spanish flu. Um, 
That's 10 times the total of deaths with a smaller world population for that time 100 years ago. And, you know, if you do the math, then it's just a crazy amount higher percentage of mortality than COVID-19. So when um, the conspiracy news network slash CNN is spewing this blatant propaganda, in my opinion, on air about how this has never happened before, it's just hard not to get angry when this just happened like a hundred years ago, which in the big grand grand scheme of things isn't that long ago and tenfold the amount of people died and there's still plenty of people everywhere. Um, and trust me, like every COVID death I'm a part of is so tragic, um, but so are the other deaths I deal with in the ICU and ultimately in this world, death is a part of everyone's life. Um, so I personally don't fear any germ or any invisible terrorist, and I refuse to let a germ control my life. Um, God, Allah, the good Lord, um, he'll take me when it's my time. Bodily death will take place to me at some point on this earth, at some time on this earth, but until then, I'm going to do my best to be the very best version of myself, be kind to others, because I promise that Jesus slash God slash Allah, he wants you to love one another and love others over trying to convince others to believe what you believe. So to end this episode, I just kind of want to, you know, reiterate that I've, I've been through three spikes at this point. Um, they, with without vaccine, with vaccine, they all They've all finally gotten to a point where, you know, me personally, I think it more has to do with kind of natural immunity and it's spreading. Um, but and I also think the vaccines kind of help with that, um, you know, given another layer of immunity um, to the herd. So, you know, let's just do the best we can, but understand that this is a force of nature. And, you know, I've said before Man usually doesn't beat volcanoes or hurricanes. Like we, we can do our best. We can board up our windows, but you know it's gonna, it's kind of it's gonna do what it's gonna do. So, like that's why I think it's more important to just be good to one another than try to convince somebody that you actually know know best or you know what's what's right for them, because um, ultimately that's to that individual um, to decide. So. Anyway, thanks again for listening to another episode, and um, you know my next episode will be uh, COVID concentration camps. Um, I don't really know if that's a thing yet. I've heard Australia is kind of getting like that, so I just kind of want to more go into theoretical of like why those aren't a good idea at all, and how they really wouldn't stop COVID, but more just take away people's freedoms and rights, which. To me, that's, that's one of the things that makes America great. Everyone have a great night. See you next time.